The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Hey, good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. This morning, we're talking about law and order and some of the issues that we're facing here in Rutherford County. And visiting with us this morning from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office, Detectives Sergeant Steve Craig. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Good to have you with us today. And along with you today is Detective Joseph Duncan as well. Joseph, good morning. Good morning, Bart. Thank you for having us. Good to have you here. We understand that uh, there is an increase in car break-ins, cars being stolen. Uh, what do you? What's causing that? I wonder. We normally see a little bit of a spike in auto burglaries when the weather gets nicer coming in. I guess some people don't have anything better to do, so that's what they they go out and try to do. So we try to uh, give some recommendations as far as keeping your valuables outside of your vehicle, locking your doors, that kind of thing. One of the biggest things, the trends that we're seeing so far this year is uh, they're, they're breaking windows a lot more than they used to. So if they're seeing something valuable inside of your vehicle, they're they're breaking windows. So don't leave anything where it's visible. No, not at all. And we had that uh, quite a few years ago, back when the... Uh the, the little uh, radar detector, the speed detectors were uh, were popular. People would see those and break the windows, and then it seemed to die down. What is it people are wanting now? Anything? Or? It's anything. Anything from cell phone chargers to spare change in your in your cup holders to uh, you know if, if they see a weapon or a laptop or any kind of electronic device that that's what they want to get their hands on. Out of curiosity, we see the cost of living dramatically increasing. Inflation's just going through the roof. Cost of gas is dramatically up. The cost of food, everything. Uh, is that also a determining factor in people stealing more things to, to try to live on, I wonder? Have you heard anything about that? You know, I'm not sure if there's any correlation between the two um, or not, but, but it very well could be. You know, that there are people that... Um, I don't want to say make a living because that's a poor way to say it, but uh, they, they do. They, they break into vehicles or they break into people's homes uh, to make a living, right, to, to steal things that you and I work for. Um, and it's funny you mentioned the, the radar detector. You know, years and years ago, that was, a, that was a pretty popular thing that was in people's cars, and they came in nice cases, and you'd, you'd take it out of your, of your window when you turned your car off, and you'd put it in, and you'd put it under your seat or whatever. And then as technology changed, those just stayed out because they were a dime a dozen. Well, now I think the same thing is true with iPads and cell phones. And, uh, and to some extent, you know, people leave their guns uh, in their vehicles. Um, so it just, as the times change, people just get more and more comfortable with the items that they have and, and, and leaving them in their vehicle thinking, hey, this is my safe place. Nobody's going to break in. And they do. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> I think I think that's that's the truth. But, but you know, people do. Uh, people do uh, break in to steal those things. So hide them. Uh, now, what about this? We hear about uh, ladies need to put their purses under the seats or in the trunk and what have you. 
Uh, don't people see you? Well, they don't see you putting it under the seat, but if you take your purse out and you walk around to the back of the car and put it in the trunk, Sure. Aren't people going to see that? Sure. You know, the, the, yeah, I, they, they definitely will. Trunks are harder to get into uh, oh, than okay. the interior of the vehicle. <laughs> so, and, and, and the, the people aren't necessarily watching every single move you make and where you hide your items, right? Um, so if, if it's out and about, it's easy to see and it's easy to grab, especially if the door's unlocked, right? And then as the sergeant just said, uh, windows are an easy target, it seems like now. Uh, but something in your in your trunk, you know, it's out of sight, out of mind. People don't really know it's there unless they were specifically watching you. So do lock things up, keep them out of sight. Uh, you mentioned the cars are being left unlocked. Uh, and we have video that you all in the Murfreesboro Police send us uh, on a regular basis for our news. And uh, it, it looks like people are out casing neighborhoods <laughs> in the dark of the evening just seeing if doors are unlocked absolutely we'll get videos a lot of just usually it's younger people walking through neighborhoods and they will they'll usually get dropped off and they'll go around the the you know set two or three people in a neighborhood they'll walk through driveways and it could be fully lit and they're still going to walk up and and check to see if a door is unlocked if it's unlocked they'll go in go through it if there's something they want they'll take it if not, like I said, usually if it's locked, you're pretty good. But lately they've been seeing valuable things in vehicles like purses, weapons, higher-end electronics, and they're going to break a window to get those. Now, do they use those personally? Is that something they're wanting, or do they just take them out and sell them somewhere? Well, we found usually they just take them out and sell them. So is there a, a big market for this, and, and where do you check i mean it used to be pawn shops but aren't they required to keep a list of things that they receive i wish it was that easy. <laughs> yeah and, and they laughing. do they, they do i mean our pawn shops here are great to work with yeah. there they don't they don't want anybody stealing and selling stuff uh, especially if it doesn't belong to them but they do they keep a really good record for us um we do look into the pawn shops um but you know some people are, are not using those anymore because they've, they've caught on that the pawn shops are recording those so facebook marketplace uh offer up um there's a couple other selling applications that you can download on your cell phone that that people are selling uh things through and then also just word of mouth so we might be getting them on swap and shop and don't know it too. <laughs> i sure i sure would hope not i hope not too but there's no way to know yeah. and you know one thing to add is is if, if you're if you're planning on going jogging uh in, in one of the parks or the greenway or something like that you know plan ahead don't don't bring your laptop computer and your cell phones and and all all your valuables with you uh you know leave that at home mm -hmm. you know sometimes it's hard if you're going to go to the target store or the or the kroger's afterwards but uh you know if you're planning just to go out to exercise you know leave your leave your valuables at home where you know they're going to be safe well are you having more robberies on say the greenway people being hit up while they're jogging along you know go ahead sir it's it's more about the auto burglaries as far as that goes like you know, you pull into the say the greenway and just an unexpected trip you, you leave your if you're a lady you leave your purse if you're a man maybe you leave your gun or, or your laptop or something and that that's where we're seeing some vehicles get hit on, on things like that so I think the point he was trying to make was if you're planning on doing it maybe keep it at home so it's not a target okay so just seeing it uh, in the parking lot uh, yes. anywhere you're you're parking that's that's open, open area, open land for somebody to steal from you. 
Uh, now, are you seeing an increase in home burglaries? I would say it's it's pretty steady right now. I don't know that we've necessarily had an increase. Usually, usually the trends that I've seen um, in CID in the last 12 years has, has been as the weather gets warmer, everything increases a little bit, and when it gets colder, everything slows down a little bit. So I'm, I'm sure we're on the rise, but I haven't seen a, a significant spike yet. So the, even the burglars don't like bad weather. That's true. <laughs> if it's raining, it's cold, stay inside. Everybody likes to stay home. That's right. Are you seeing any changes uh, with the pandemic that we went through and, and it seems, seems to go up and down? Uh, did that impact uh, any of this? You know, it's hard to say. I, th I think it kind of slowed things down a little bit, you know, because we were all locked down for the longest time. And, you know, so home burglaries were, uh, I don't want to say they were non-existent, but they were definitely uh, slower and happening because people were at home, right? Um, and the same thing is true. When we were on lockdown, there was a lot of folks that, that weren't going out to the grocery store. They were ordering their groceries online, and they were having things delivered to their house through Amazon or, or what have you. So people weren't out and about like they were. But I think now now the restrictions have been lifted, and we're back out and, and, uh, and doing our normal life or what we remember normal to be. Uh, you know, People are getting more comfortable with their, with their things, and they forget, hey, we got to lock our stuff up, you know? So things are back. Everybody's saying, I wish they were back to normal. Well, your wish is being granted. Yeah. And you know, one thing you can do to safeguard yourself is to, to document your, your serial numbers from, from the you know weapons. If you do have a weapon, document that serial number somewhere. So if it does get stolen, we have something that we can try to track it down with. Same thing with your electronic devices and uh, anything really that, that has a serial number or a, a personal owner applied number. Uh, those are things that we can use to help track down nationally. So... Are you able to find some of these items in other cities? Do they, what, do they have a network of yeah. moving property around? Yeah, so we use NCIC, National Crime Information Center, I think is what it's called. National Crime Information Center, I think is what it is. I'm sure some dispatchers listening right now saying, oh my goodness, he's dumb. He doesn't know something. <laughs> NCIC, so we can enter in NCIC. It's a national database, and, and all the serial numbers that we collect of, of stolen items or, or uh, whatever, so that if another officer in another agency locates it and, and reads the serial number, it, the, the system will alert them and say, hey, it's stolen out of Rutherford County, or hey, Murfreesboro, Tennessee uh, Police Department, they've, they've uh, elicited that as stolen, and then they'll seize the property and, and take care of charges accordingly from there. Very good. So uh, there are new, there's new technology to help get some of these items back. NCIC has been around, well, as long as I've been around, uh, and I've been a police officer for 14 years. I, I can't imagine. Uh, I actually have no idea how long it's been. I'm sure a quick Google search would tell us, but <laughs> it's been around for a while. But uh, but that is one way that people can safeguard themselves in the event they do get burglarized or victimized in any way. Um, we can try to track their stuff down. So the main thing is keep it out of sight. Absolutely. And lock the doors sure. of your car. Absolutely. Okay. Please your lock house the doors. Too. <laughs> Please. So many people just feel safe and they leave their doors unlocked because, you know, hey, listen, Rutherford County is still a country community. Murfreesboro, and just in some people's mind, is just still a small town. And we don't want to admit it, but we, we, we do have to make sure we lock our doors all the time. Now, that's one thing that I noticed a lot of people are really proud to remember, and that is I can remember when we didn't lock our doors. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should have back then, too. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, 
Don't, it's not a bad idea now, though. Of course. <laughs> of course. One thing that uh, has nothing to do with this, but this is Police Officer Memorial Week. All this week, we're honoring police officers uh, all over the nation. And uh, we want to be sure and, and let everybody know that we are doing that. Uh, and you need to do that. If you're, uh, even if you're stopped by a police officer, uh, usually not the greatest thing in the world to be speeding and stopped for a ticket, but thank them for they're out there to, to make your life and your day better, make you safer. You. So let them know that you do appreciate them. Uh, in fact, go out of your way. Uh, one thing you can, if you're in line at a, a restaurant or something and there's a policeman behind you ordering food, uh, surprise them, pay for their meal. And uh, do you have many people doing things like that? Of course, you're in, you're, you're not in uniform. Nobody would know you're police officers, but uh, usually not. But every now and again, we do get surprised by some uh, thankful citizens, and we really appreciate that. Just just the average thank you to us is is pretty nice. Sometimes we hear the more colorful language from citizens, so it's really nice to to know that there are people out here that still appreciate us. And uh, if you have any thoughts, I tell you what we do. Uh, we usually wait till half past to open up the lines, but if you have a thought you'd like to share uh, about a time the police have helped you so much and you appreciate the fact that they're here, give us a call or text us, whichever you prefer, 615-893-1450. If you have been a victim of a robbery, uh, maybe something's Stolen out of your car. I guess that's a burglary, though. I need to. That's correct. Robbery is when they steal it from you in person with correct. a weapon or something. Does it have to be a weapon or? Oh, I guess strong-armed or. Right. Uh, we're gradually getting into this. Give me your phone, right? <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> Burgl- a robbery, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, if you're a victim of that, uh, of any of the types of robbery or burglaries, uh, give us a call six one five. 893-1450. Maybe you have uh, been a victim of people just rummaging through the neighborhood and uh, have been going through cars. That, that's really uh, very irritating to think people are going through your personal property, but it's even more irritating when they take things that are personal to you that probably have little or no value if they were, they just I, I don't know. They, I guess they don't know it's not valuable till they get home. They grab everything. Yeah, and one of the things that uh, I failed to mention earlier was the uh, neighborhoods are, are doing a pretty good job of communicating amongst themselves. So the, they're starting Facebook pages or um, other group text messages, things like that, to share information. And it could be anything from, you know, obviously somebody left their bike in my yard to hey, I've got some, some ring camera footage or security camera footage of people going through the neighborhood. And, and when we get those types of leads from the neighborhoods, it works out really well for us. So if you're part of that and, and you do happen to become a victim of some type of auto burglary, please share that with us because that, that's information that we need and, and we could potentially use. So are you finding more and more people are having security cameras, whether it's on the doorbells or actual cameras placed around the area yes yes they're they're becoming pretty pretty Pop- yeah uh, popular i mean they're, they're so they're so inexpensive now I, you can go to best buy or whatever and you can probably see 12 of them on display 
And so it's and amazing how clear they are too. Certainly, absolutely, and they're and they're they're so easy to install. I mean, anyone can can install it. They connect to your Wi-Fi system, and and there's an app on your phone, and so it comes right there. Uh, so they're really easy, and and people are getting those a lot. And there's more and more people that are getting uh, full home systems. And that's another burglary Ooh, in progress. There it is. Right there. <laughs> right. You heard about it first. <laughs> Here live. <laughs> uh, and then people that are getting your attention. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> uh, and then, <laughs> sorry. Okay. And then um, people are getting the whole home systems as well, just because they are the ease of install is is, is getting uh, so much better. Does that help your insurance if you have a, uh, a burglar system at your home? You know, I I don't know. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure most do. Uh, they do have some type of discount for having that. Okay, and then some of them connect to the phones and uh, smoke alarms, and also can alert the fire department. Certainly, absolutely. So uh, things to check out for, and and check with your insurance company, mm -hmm. and see if it would uh, would help out also. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment, and then we'll be back and continue the conversation. We're talking about law and order here in the heart of Tennessee. And sounds like uh, some of the folks are forgetting to uh, lock up their personal items. They're just leaving them loose in the car, and some of them not even locking the car. And you know what happens then? They become somebody else's property unknowingly you have lost something so let's let's work on a way to reduce that problem lock the car and keep things out of sight we'll be right back 615-893-1450 with us this morning from the rutherford county sheriff's office detective sergeant steve craig and detective joseph duncan stay with us WGNS talks about all things local. It's Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett. Weekday mornings at 10 on WGNS, AM, FM, and online. I'm Storm 5 meteorologist Bree Smith. You want to hear what my favorite weather sounds like? Take a listen. Calm. But calm doesn't always happen in Murfreesboro, does it? As far as the Rutherford County storm is concerned, yes, rotation, a significant threat. We both know Murfreesboro and Rutherford County have seen more than their fair share of severe weather. If you are in Rutherford County, you just stay in that most interior room until we can give you the all clear. So when storms roll in, I want you to be ready to feel safe. Everybody there, you stay with us, you stay in your safe spot, we'll let you know when you can come out. Let the Storm 5 weather team protect you and your family, neighborhood by neighborhood. You are informed and you are prepared. You are in a good place to handle anything that comes your way. Murfreesboro, you're always on our radar. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Do you know somebody who has moved far away and is missing eating at Demas's? Well, Demas's Family Restaurants now offers many of our sauces and some of our food, such as pot roast and soup, to be shipped all across the nation. It's very simple. You just go to demasfamilykitchen.com and you can send an order to anybody as a gift all across this nation. You can send an order to anybody. Go to demasfamilykitchen.com yeah, I would say Adams Place, check it out. What do you enjoy most about Adams Place? 
Well, definitely the people. Also, the courtyard, the pool. You know, everything has been just the way I want it to be. Uh, the exercise programs. I'm Jan Height. This is a really good place to be. I'm Terry Deal. Call me for more information about Adams Place, located at 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. Good morning. It's busy, but it's moving on 24 through the Hickory Hollow area as you head towards Nashville. Just give yourself a little bit of extra time. THB is definitely out here this morning to remind you what the speed limit is up and down certain sections of I-24, especially coming out of Coffee County. They've been up there quite a bit this morning. Hey, Ripley's Aquarium in the Smokies is hiring. Check them out at ripleysofthesmokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We'll see increasing cloud cover here this afternoon with a high in the upper 80s. Winds out of the southwest are on 10 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 58. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. Turn your fingers into a microphone and talk back. WGNSRadio.com is Rutherford County's online source for what matters to you. WGNSRadio.com. Hey, welcome back. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're talking law and order this morning. We're talking about break-ins, people stealing things from unlocked cars, stealing things that are in sight. If you have a comment on that, maybe you have been a victim. Maybe you've seen some folks rummaging through your cars in the evening hour, seen them on your, uh, you know, the burglar alarms, uh, the surveillance systems in your homes. If that has helped you, give us a call. Might uh, encourage somebody else to put one in their home too. 615-893-1450. And with us today from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office, Detective Sergeant Steve Craig and Detective Joseph Duncan. And uh, so you're seeing a real positive benefit of having these surveillance systems in homes and uh, wherever you can put them. 100%. And just like the sergeant said, you know, the the communities are taking charge as well, and they're creating... Facebook groups um, that they can communicate with one another to report suspicious activity, to hey, be on the lookout for this. And, you know, one thing I encourage people is to, if it doesn't look right, call somebody. You know, call the sheriff's office and say, hey, listen, there's a suspicious vehicle that, that this doesn't belong. You know your neighborhood better than anybody else does, right? All the people on your street, you probably know what they drive, when they leave, uh, when they get home from work, and um, when their bicycle's supposed to be out in the front yard, right. like you said. <laughs> So if if something's off, give us a call. Let us let us check on it. Let us drive through the area. Let us let us be that vigilant eye and let us see if we can find anything that you know is really uh, off-putting and, and see if we can get it taken care of. Very good. So uh, be the eyes and ears yeah. of the whole neighborhood. Absolutely. Here's a text message from a listener, and they said, uh, in years past, we heard a lot about children disappearing. Teenagers disappearing, just uh, gone, and you hadn't heard from them anymore. Is that still a problem? And uh, if so, is that something uh, that a neighborhood watch could do? Well, thank goodness it hasn't been a problem around here lately. I mean, we do have some runaway juveniles uh, quite a bit, but um, usually they end up safe back with their parents. So 
that's not something that that has to haunt us very much recently knock on wood but um yeah it's it's not a problem that we face very often okay good deal so hopefully that will just sort of fade into the past we seem to have trends like that something that's going big for a while and then it just goes away disappears so uh here's another question listeners asking about uh the situation where uh the lady was driving along veterans parkway and Mm. was shot uh any did they ever catch the person as of right now that that case remains unsolved There, there was a lot of man hours put into that case to try to get it solved and i don't think it is necessarily closed i think any leads that come open you know it'll he'll uh, continue to follow those but as of right now it's it's not solved okay here's a person who says i saw somebody walking into my driveway mm. they turned around when he saw me and walked the other direction he was pretending to be walking for exercise i hate to bother deputies with stuff like this but should i call the sheriff's office if i see something like that again and uh, they said my mailbox was literally stolen. Hmm. It may have cost me $65, so it's not worth reporting. Yeah. So I, I don't know if those two are related or not. So you'll have to remind me about the second question. But the first question, yeah, I think you should always call. One thing good that COVID has done is that uh, the deputies can, can call you right on the phone. They can have that conversation with you. So it's never a waste of time for us to have to, you know, drive to your house. They, people, we used to do that all the time. But now we can just pick the phone up. We can call you and we can talk to you about that situation. Maybe make a couple notes on it so that it's there. In the event that we do have a burglary two weeks later or, you know, a week prior and we didn't know. Um, so it's definitely something that I would call in on for sure. The, the mailbox thing, you know, I, you work hard for the things that you have. I encourage people if if your if your mailbox got stolen or vandalized, give us a call. You know, if you don't want to report, that's fine. But let us know that it's happening because, you know, a couple years back we worked a uh, a vandalism. It, it was a it was a widespread thing where mailboxes were getting bashed, costing thousands and thousands of dollars in the the Blackman community. Uh, ultimately, we were able to find the person who did that, and and he was ma- he made it right uh, for the community and and in the judicial system as well. Was it a kid or an adult? You know, I can't remember. He was right at eighteen, I believe. Okay. I, I think he had just graduated high school, if I remember correctly. But I bet there was forty six or fifty uh, mailboxes wow. that were vandalized. And here's the deal: plenty of people, I'm sure, didn't call. So you never know what's going on in the neighborhood adjacent to you. It doesn't take a few seconds to call, and, and it may be an inconvenience at some point for a deputy to pick up the phone because of calls that they've got backlogged or calls that they just finished. But ultimately, at the end of the day, we, we want to hear those things so that we know what's going on in this community so that ultimately we can make a difference. Now, I've heard of people bashing mailboxes <laughs> and stuff like that. This person, though, says, my bail- mailbox was, was literally stolen. stolen. <laughs> uh, what would you do with a mailbox? Why would somebody steal a mailbox? That's a really good question. I've never heard of that. I mean, it's not a big market, I wouldn't think, for a mailbox. I can't can't imagine anybody buying a used mailbox. Uh, Yeah. uh, But it's not funny if uh, this person says it costs me $65. No, and And, and we... We should report that. Yeah, I, I really I would, believe that. Because, I would definitely report it. Again, what if what if somebody down the street had their mailbox stolen and we don't know? Right. You know, that's a that's an unusual thing. Um, clearly, neither one of us have ever heard of somebody stealing a mailbox. That sounds that sounds wild, but 
We want to hear about that. I, I guess people sometimes will steal anything. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Just, just like you said, phone chargers. Who needs a phone charger, you know? Had, so somebody stole a phone charger. All the time. Oh, man. That, that's one of the number one items on auto burglaries is, is phone chargers. And those sell for four or five. I mean, they're cheap. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe 250 at some place. I mean, they're really inexpensive. Certainly. So uh, do you think some of these things happen because of people get a thrill from stealing things? Do you, do you ever? Kleptomaniacs, maybe. There's a possibility of it, but I, I think for the most part, I think it comes down to um, people not wanting to work for their money. And, and I would say there's probably also some addiction issues that, that people are trying to fix. So. Okay. So not wanting to work for your money, that hadn't thought about that. But that's one of our main problems with the society, with the economy right now people that's why everybody's looking you hear this place is hiring people well everybody's hiring people and nobody wants to work i guess they're making more money being paid not to work than work yeah we're definitely in crazy times you know you hear that all the time well i can't find a job well just like you said every everybody is hiring yeah every the rutherford county sheriff's office is hiring you know come on in We'll give you a job, right? As long as you pass the qualifications. But, <laughs> <laughs> but people are, are enjoying loafing around, mm. playing. Uh, that's, that's really frightening for the future. Sure. I mean, uh, these, we're, we're growing a whole new generation of people who are lazy bums, right. basically. And, 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 and to boot with that, I mean, more importantly, for you to call in when you see suspicious activity. Let's stop that so that we don't create a generation that, that yeah. you know, is going to be yeah. lazy bums that are stealing from us, that are that are working hard for the things that we have. And and if, if we let that grow, it, it uh, and you see the, the rough end of it, mm-hmm. it, it increases dramatically, I sure. would imagine. Absolutely. So uh, go to school, do your best. That's right. And grow up and get out and be a productive member of the Uh society. Absolutely. (laughs) 615-893-1450. We're talking law and order this morning. Uh, You mentioned you do have some openings at the sheriff's office. Uh, Everybody wants to start in as the top line, I guess. Nobody wants to work their way up these days. But uh, uh, what, what happens? What do you do when you're entering uh, the law enforcement business? Do you get some training? Should you go to college? What should you do? Absolutely. I would say any education you can get is is better for you in the long run. Um, depending on where you hire in, if you wanted to hire into the um, jail and work as a detention officer there, or if you're trying to go to patrol, either process you'd go i believe it's through our county website to put your application in and yes you'll you'll get training on either or it, it, whichever side you would go to you're going to get i want to say last i heard it was about six months worth of training as far as the academy and, and the training that we do at the rutherford county sheriff's office on the patrol side of things so you're you're going to dive head first in so if you have military background a lot of folks uh coming out with good strong military background does that help you even more i think so i think it, it, it at least gives you kind of that paramilitary organizational structure and probably having some weapons training that that's going to help some hand-to-hand 
uh, defensive tactics, those kinds of things. And I would say people people that want to get into law enforcement prior to being 21, because you got to be 21 years old uh, in the state of Tennessee to be a police officer. So um, prior to being 21, you know, 18-year-olds, we hire 18-year-olds. Uh, I started working in the jail when I was 19, uh, and it was a great foundation uh, for a law enforcement career. So people that are, you know, are interested in law enforcement young, come work in the jail. The jail is a great place to work. You know, you get to learn uh, law enforcement from its very basic structure. Um, it's a it's a great environment, good benefits. Uh, it's a good place. Here's a question about uh, the Citizens Police Academy. They said they went through one of those classes. It was very beneficial. Showed them how the law enforcement systems work, and in fact, uh, this person's son got involved in law enforcement through what they learned in the Police Citizen Academy. Uh, do you have one of those coming up soon? I don't know the dates of our next. I thought I, I'm not sure the dates. I know we usually run one or two every year, I believe. So I would okay. have to uh, check check with the sheriff's office on right. that. We, we post that on our on our Facebook page. Sergeant uh, Gary Heron is, is is in charge of that. He's over our um, community service unit, and uh, and and correct. And, and and we do have one coming up in the fall. Okay, very good. 615-893-1450. You can talk or text on that number. 615-893-1450. And we have a person who's saying, I want to compliment the sheriff's office on the SCAM program, which is, what is it? Citizen? The SCAN, the Senior Citizens Senior. Awareness Network. Network, okay. Uh, tell us a little about that. Yeah, so the Senior Citizens, Senior Citizens Awareness Network, that's run in our community service group. Uh, I just told you about Sergeant Gary Heron. He, he oversees that. We, we've got some great volunteers. They go out into the community and they find senior citizens that are in need. And, and definitely, um, actually, uh, they definitely uh, do a lot, of, a lot of good, you know, yard work that can't be done by our senior citizens. Um, not being able to get groceries, right? Uh, not being able to um, do basic things, you know, building a, a wheelchair ramp on your on your home. Um, the Senior Citizens Awareness Network is an incredible asset to this community and, and to the senior citizens of our community. And I, I've got a phone number for uh, for the listeners for uh, Sergeant Gary Heron sure. uh, and his unit. So if there's any questions specifically directed towards that, um, he can certainly answer that. And also in regards to the um, Citizens Police Academy, that's 615-904-3019. And that's okay. Sergeant Gary Heron. All righty. Well, we will also uh, put that on our website uh, with the podcast. We do podcast this. So if there's something in this program that as you were listening, maybe you're driving uh, right now and can't take notes, and there was a phone number that you wanted to get down, we will have those on the website as well and the podcast where you can listen to it again. Our number is 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment. We will be right back. Stay with us. This is Chip Walters, and you're listening to Rutherford County's Blue Raider Station. Yeah, we got them. MTSU Sports on WGNS AM, FM, online. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. 
Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. If you owe the IRS back taxes, then get ready to pay up. The IRS has giant private collection agencies actively tracking down folks who owe the IRS. So if you think dodging them was stressful in the past, it's going to get a whole lot tougher. Optima Tax Relief has this advice. Don't wait. Solve your tax problems now before it's too late. Optima Tax Relief works to stop the demand letters, stop the aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS collectors from targeting you. Ask Optima about the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands, and nobody knows this program better than they do. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and they get results. Having resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients, get a fresh start. Call today for your free consultation. Call 800-367-6289. 800-367-6289. 800-367-6289. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. When the unexpected happens, fire, water, or storm damage, Farrah Construction can help. Farrah Construction is also there to help when a car slams through the wall, and that seems to happen more often these days. I'm Ron Hall. Let our family at Farrah Construction help you. Call Farrah Construction, and we'll board up, put down tarps, secure your home or business until the insurance coverage is approved. I'm Ron Hall. Shop local. Let our family business help you, Fair Construction Company. We'll see increasing cloud cover here this afternoon with a high in the upper 80s. Winds out of the southwest are on 10 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 58. I'm Storm 5 meteorologist Bree Smith. You want to hear what my favorite weather sounds like? Calm. But calm doesn't always happen in Murfreesboro, does it? Murfreesboro and Rutherford County have seen more than their fair share of severe weather. So when storms roll in, I want you to be ready to feel safe. Let the Storm 5 weather team protect you and your family. Murfreesboro, you're always on our radar. I'm Ken Coleman. Join me here on News Radio WGNS weekdays live at noon as we answer your questions about your calling, passion, and talent to maximize your potential. Welcome back. Our phone number is 615 893 1450. You can talk or text on that number, 615-893-1450. And visiting with us this morning from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office, Detective Sergeant Steve Craig and Detective Joseph Duncan. Here's another question. Uh, Is it a crime worth reporting if your house is under construction, yet neighborhood citizens keep using the uh, Portageon on your property while they're on their walks. That's sort of an interesting one. <laughs> I've never heard that as being an issue, but... Uh, That's... <laughs> I haven't heard that one either. Um, and, and what I'll say, too, is if it, if it bothers you enough um, to, to, to call in and have a question like this or to send a text message, I, I think it definitely deserves a little bit of attention, you know? And, and, and maybe we can talk through that with you and try to figure out a, a way that we can um, mitigate that problem. 
you yeah, know. And it may be, maybe they're just, I'm, I'm trying to look through that and Certainly. try to figure it out, because uh, that is a strange question. Uh, it is, they are infringing on their personal property, sure. I guess. And, then and maybe they're worried about something being taken. Absolutely. And, and, and it's 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 no shock we do we do definitely have um, thefts from construction sites so you know at, at its bare minimum it's it's trespassing if 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 it's on someone else's property and you're going there without their permission then then it's trespassing so yeah I mean it, it is something that we definitely would want to hear about I don't I don't think there's any crime that we don't want to hear about and I guess uh, some people are more conscious of uh, things like that maybe things like that bothers sure. some people more than others certainly if in and for, from what you're saying it sounds like if it bothers you mm-hmm. call the sheriff's Give us a office. call you know and, and we, we set up uh, extra patrols for a lot of folks if we if we can't find like in, in this specific situation if we don't know a suspect or there's not a real means for us to track down a, a suspect in this case we can set up an extra patrol, and that just means that we'll, we'll come by and check it periodically, uh, more so than what we normally would, uh, to, to, to see if we can catch the, the, the crime in action, if you will. Okay. 615-893-1450. If you have a question or if you have a comment, give us a call. 615-893-1450. We're talking about law and order. We're talking about making this community better. Uh, what about the issues dealing with people littering? Now, I don't mean just throwing a piece of paper out. Mm-hmm. I mean people uh, taking a truckload of tires, dumping them on the side of the road or some old furniture. That's becoming a real problem. It's always been a problem, but seems like it's increased dramatically uh, during this pandemic period. Certainly. It has, and I think part of it is, is going to have to be, again, the, the vigilance of our citizens. If you see something that's out of place, give us a call. If you can safely do it without interacting with someone, get a tag number, uh, get a vehicle description so you can pass it along to us. I don't encourage anyone to confront anyone doing this. However, you know, if, if you see something out of place like that, give us a call so we can come out and look into it. Now, the two of you are detectives with the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. Uh, tell us a little, there may be some people who are not aware of what a detective does. Did you come up through the ranks of being an officer? Uh, and, and do you basically take on any type of crime? Or are there only certain crimes that detectives work with? Well, the first part of it, yes, we, we both started, you know, kind of near the bottom. Uh, he started in detention. I started on patrol, and we worked our way up into the criminal investigations division. Um, it's, I think you said you've been here 14 years. I've been here for 16 years. So it, we've, we've worked our way up through, through that. As far as the, the types of crimes, um, yeah, we, we work pretty much everything, everything from your run-of-the-mill mailbox vandalisms all the way to homicides so um, we we investigate pretty much everything yeah. and, and some things we can do a whole lot with and then some things we can't do a whole lot with you know like like for instance the um, the, the person that's um, using the, the the porta potty uh, without permission if, if if it's a if it's a fairly new neighborhood and there's not a whole lot of development there there may not be any cameras or any real leads for us to follow so we may not be able to put a lot of attention into that but if we have um like a previous question if we have somebody's v- mailbox get vandalism vandalized excuse me 
um, in a neighborhood uh, that's that's developed and, and there are more cameras, we can follow more leads and we can work and, and, and get to solve this. So so some things we can do a whole heck of a lot with and then, and then others, unfortunately, there, there's just not really a whole lot that we can do. But we will look into it for sure. Okay, very good. Our number 615-893-1450. A question dealing with cold cases. In fact, we've had some cold case issues on the air with our uh, program that Jennings Jones, our uh, city, uh, not city, but our uh, district attorney is involved with. Uh, our cold cases, and, and one thing I remember him talking about was the fact that after a year or two, sometimes evidence starts coming out. People are, I don't know, I guess freer or feeling more comfortable releasing it. What, what's going on and why would they not let you know what's going on uh, if they knew something uh, right when it happened? Well, sometimes we don't know who to speak to on, on certain things. So uh, there's a number of reasons that somebody might not speak to us up front. And uh, especially if you're speaking of a suspect in, in a in some like a cold case murder over time you, you start to feel a little bit more comfortable with the fact that you've gotten away with it for so long and then you know you get a little loose lipped with it and you and you talk about it and you know the advancements in dna advancements in forensics all those things you know encompass the the longer investigations and that's where some of these cold case investigations they do take a really long time and you know, sometimes we have to get lucky and, and catch a break on some of these things. So these are times, if you have any information, uh, if you've been keeping it a secret, and does it gnaw away at these people? And they say, I've just got to get it off my chest. I need to give this information out. It might uh, help them find the person. I would say sometimes it does. Uh, you know, we're human, so we can only handle so much. And once, once we fill our cup up to that limit, you know, it starts to spill out. So, uh, let's talk a little about uh, some of the issues that are affecting teenagers, because the teenagers are our future, and uh, we want to be sure that they grow up to be as good of citizens as we can. Uh, if you're concerned that uh, your neighborhood kids or your child might be on drugs or using something of that sort. It also has other bad habits, uh, like stealing things to get money for that habit. Uh, what can you do? You're, uh, as a parent, you're probably between a rock and a hard place. What would you suggest, because you've worked with parents like that, what should they do? I would recommend them to, to speak to their SRO. I, I know there are some programs that SROs can sometimes get involved with and help. And that's one of the main reasons for that program, the SRO program up front, was to kind of start building that relationship with the younger children so they would know and, and, and maybe rely a little bit on police officers. And it wouldn't be a something they turn 18 and it's the first time they've ever seen or spoken to a police officer before. It's something they've grown up with now. So that that's where I would start on something like that, that they're going to be able to give you some pretty sound advice on where to go, what to do with different uh, issues with your child another thing i would do is i would definitely monitor your child's cell phone usage mm -hmm. um, that's that's one of the the pitfalls of children that we see these days is either getting mixed up with the wrong people or the wrong things and everybody's got you know you, you get on your phone and you hit three buttons and you have something at your front door 
from the other side of the world in two days. So, how how would you recommend a parent? You said monitor their cell phone usage. How do you do that? I mean, parents may not know that. I think it's different for the age of the child and your relationship with that child. It, me personally, I, I would I would want to know the password to my child's phone and have access to it whenever I wanted it. I, if I'm the person that's bought it and is paying for the service, then I'm going to have that right to look through it. Um, but I, I think having the open line of communication with your child is, is the most important thing. Started at a young age, Absolutely. it's harder to get that uh, openness later in life. It, it's harder to pull the reins back when they've been running free for so long. So We have about a minute and a half left in our program, and I don't want to leave anything out Uh, Are there some issues that we should cover or something that needs more attention uh, before our broadcast ends this morning? One other thing I wanted to cover was um, more along the lines of jewelry. I know uh, Detective Duncan mentioned documenting serial numbers, but as far as jewelry goes, most oftentimes if, if there's an inscription, have that written down or take pictures of your jewelry. I would recommend emailing it to yourself so there's there's a digital copy out there. If you lost your phone, you can still log into your email, get those pictures. It gives us something to go by other than just a marquee cut gold diamond ring. You know, There's a million of those, but if you have a picture of it and, and you can show us something or there's an inscription, it just raises the odds on us being able to find it. And if people have uh, questions about uh, the sheriff's office, want to call a deputy to come out and help them, or if they want to get a job at the sheriff's office, is there a number people should call? Yeah, uh, the the phone number, the, the main line of the phone number at the sheriff's office is uh, 615-898-7. And that's going to be the information line. That, that, that's going to be the information line. And, and, and from there, uh, it'll prompt you to, uh, you can, if you want to speak with a deputy, you can go to dispatch. If you want to, uh, just talk to somebody. Uh, you can definitely do that as well. Our guest this morning, Detective Sergeant Steve Craig and Detective Joseph Duncan. We thank you for joining us. Hope all of you have a super rest of the day. See you tomorrow.